I have been convinced that the events of the summer of 2020, starting with the George Floyd protests and continuing all the way to the present moment, this whole era will ultimately be a time that millions of people look back on and cringe. It will be a social movement whose destructiveness becomes very apparent to all. It will be objectively true that a lot of the events over the last three years have caused just as much harm as they have good. And there will be a large segment of the population, an intelligent segment of the population that will be able to expose this. And many of them are now. But one of the things that keeps happening is that the social justice movement, the BLM movement, CRT movement, the woke movement, whatever you want to call it, continues to stumble upon itself, continues to put its own foot in its own mouth. And it is becoming a part of the historical record. One of the arenas, pardon the pun, in which this has happened with great frequency is the sports arena, and in particular in the NBA. The NFL has had its share of this as well. Major League Baseball, tennis, sports like this have engaged in it far less. But comments over the weekend, first uttered by Hall of Fame basketball coach Phil Jackson, drew the ire of woke ESPN commentator and former NBA player Jalen Rose. Phil Jackson's comments were in essence that he stopped watching the NBA in 2020 because of its over-politicized presentation of its product, where you had Black Lives Matter on the basketball courts, you had everyone taking a knee, you had names like Justice and Equal Opportunity on the backs of jerseys, and it really became ridiculous. And Phil Jackson said as much, and he said that he stopped watching the NBA around that time. To quote, Jackson said, the NBA was trying to cater to an audience or trying to bring a certain audience to the game, and they didn't know it was turning other people off. People want to see sports as non-political, he said. Politics stays out of the game. It doesn't need to be there. He went on, they had things on the back of their jerseys like justice, and a funny thing happened. Like justice went to the basket and equal opportunity knocked him down. Some of my grandkids thought it was pretty funny to play up those names. I couldn't watch that. Here's a funny or not so funny thing. I took the same position. In fact, I boycotted the NBA altogether during that entire season, and in the years since, I have watched a little bit of the NBA, but I no longer do so with the same passion, the same intention that I once did. And I, I have to say that I really feel like I've largely moved on from the sport. There are so many other things now that I would rather do. So they really lost me as a viewer. And I have come to understand that my views aren't really that far out there, that there are frankly many, many other people who share this view. And the data shows this, that people stopped watching the NBA as much since then. But Jalen Rose took issue with this and took a stance that we have seen from 
racial shills such as William Roden, whom I will put a link here in the show notes to a blog post I did about him and, and his racializing of everything. But here's what Jalen Rose said. He said, the same Phil Jackson that won championships with some of the greatest black athletes in the history of the game made millions on their backs and off their sweat equity. Y'all think it's funny when justice passes the ball to equal opportunity? When somebody shows you who they are, believe them. And then Jalen Rose goes on to say that Phil Jackson should, quote, stop watching forever, as if he doesn't care if Phil Jackson watches the sport. Okay, well, you might not care whether Phil Jackson watches the sport. Perhaps you'll care if millions of other people continue to get turned off by these constantly racialized antics. And this notion that Phil Jackson made millions on the backs of their sweat equity, the sweat equity of black athletes is, is just a preposterous claim. I would imagine for a moment that we should pause and consider how much money Michael Jordan made as a professional athlete and how much money he made by being a successful athlete who won six championships with the Chicago Bulls and Phil Jackson. And I would imagine that we would want to compare their salaries and their endorsement deals. And I would imagine that we would want to consider whether or not Phil Jackson could have had success like he did without Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen, and whether those athletes would have had the same success without Phil Jackson. So the notion that somehow, or the implication rather, that somehow Phil Jackson is a slave driver and a racist is absurd. And this is really a game that we as people need to start standing up to. We need to start speaking out about it. And we need to be able to do so immediately when it happens. We need to expose it for what it is, which is basically a lot of people, a lot of people, untold numbers of people, many of them, frankly, working at institutions such as ESPN, are basically shills for the racialized industrial complex. And this is something we just need to get some radar for and, and let that radar sound off as soon as we see it, as soon as we smell it, as soon as we hear it, as soon as we sense it. And so that's where we're at. When someone makes a racialized claim or tries to bring race into subjects and topics and so forth where they don't really belong or when they imply certain allegations or where they make certain allegations of racism, it's really important that that gets addressed immediately. And so it becomes a part of the historical record that there was a voice here saying, no, 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 we don't agree with this at all. In fact, if we want to take a real stance, let's, let's try something a little shocking that I feel no one really, really brings up. The killing of George Floyd, it should be stated, was not even a racist killing. And this is just something that we need to start getting some radar for. As soon as we sense it, we need to say something about it and make the opposition to these excessively racialized claims, careless and reckless as they are, make the opposition to that a part of our ongoing historical record so we can look back on this time with the scrutiny with the appropriate cringe and the disdain and the objection that it truly, truly deserves. 
I'm Dimitri Gatsiunas. Mm-hmm.